Hello everyone and welcome back to Moving Right Along, a Muppet Movie Podcast brought to you by ToughPigs.com. It's the podcast where we watch the Muppet Movie two minutes at a time and talk about it a lot. I'm your host, Anthony Strand. And I'm your other host, Ryan Rowe. And joining us today, we have a special guest. Tell the folks who you are. Hi, I'm Matthew Soberman, and I write for Tough Pigs. You sure do. The whole gang is here almost, except almost. for Joe and various other writers. Various so other three people. Me- three members of the gang are here. All a right. portion of the Tough Pigs gang is here. That's right. So today, we are looking at minutes 51 and 52 of the Muppet movie. We start with insolent waiter Steve Martin angrily showing Kermit and Piggy one of the finest wines of Idaho. <laughs> and we end with that same wine making Piggy giggly. Yeah. So first thing we need to talk about then is Steve Martin, who we mentioned briefly last time, but who is, if not the best cameo in this movie, like definitely in the top two for me. Yeah, here's something. Yeah. I, I won't give it away, but um, after our episode last week in which you and our guest both said that he might be the number two cameo, I, I did figure out who you were talking about or who you were thinking of for number one, but he's definitely one of the two best. Yeah, yeah. I think I would have to agree. I think it would down be, it would be between Steve Martin and the next cameo in this film, which I will not spoil for people who <laughs> have not seen the Muppet movie. Are watching it two minutes at a time weekly yep. with us. Um, uh, yeah, and yes, I, I agree. That's exactly who I'm thinking. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so Steve, and he just starts just right out of the gate. I love how he pulls up the wine bottle. He just angrily pulls the wine bottle up into frame and pushes it at Kermit and Piggy. Like it's just this aggressive, like, oh, I brought your wine. Here you go. Yeah. It's just so good. Yeah, this oh. is a, a guy who does not like his job. And mm. the no! other thing, though, that I when I've been to uh, screenings of this, uh, like public screenings and theaters, he gets a laugh just for turning around and being Steve Martin. Oh, and sure. then yeah. he gets yeah. another laugh for, you know, his, his just being insolent right off the bat. And then he gets another laugh for the shorts that he's wearing. Yeah, yeah. the shorts are good. Shorts. So it's just like right away. It's just, yeah, Steve Martin is here. Was yeah, there any... Reason for the shorts that maybe you guys know of? Because that is a genius costume choice. Uh, I think the reason is comedy. Yeah. I mean, that Um, would obviously get him to hate his job. Those That's my theory. Right, yeah. Um, Well, and I love, like, you guys know Let's Get Small, Steve Martin's first comedy album? Yeah. Uh, I've heard of it. Yeah. Okay. Well, you you should listen to it because it's it's excellent. It's the greatest comedy album of all time. No big deal. But, um... Uh, there's a bit in there, a very famous bit, where he, which ends with him yelling, excuse me. Oh, right? well. But yes. earlier in that bit, he has a line where he's talking about how professional he is. And he says, I come out here and I can't get a little cooperation from the backstage crew. And the way he says, "Would you? don't you want to smell the bottle cap? Always reminds me of that bit. And I don't know that he's intentionally doing it. He's just, just the same person. Yeah. That, that, well, it, it does seem to be an extension of the persona he was doing at the time. Yeah, it's definitely like the Steve Martin comedy attitude. Right, right. But it's just like among the many great things of the Muppet movie, 
the fact that every time I watch it, I also think about my favorite comedy album. <laughs> just mm. icing on the cake. It's a bonus. Yeah, I did do a little IMDb digging because uh, I figured I wanted to prepare for this podcast. Uh, there is an erroneous fact on IMDb that the waiter in this uh, in the in the Muppet movie is a continuation of a character Steve played in a short film he was in two years earlier called The Absent-Minded Waiter. So I went and tracked down this short just to see if maybe the genesis for this character was in that short. It is not. So yeah, it's not very similar. And actually, you are the second guest in a row to bring up that short. That's if you true. can believe that. Oh, wow. <laughs> we, you know, we got Steve's cameo right at the end last time. And actually, our previous guest, Eric Adams, uh, brought up the same, the same video. Yeah, I'll confess I have not watched. I have not tracked down that short and watched it since last week, but I will soon. Yeah, I, would, I, I haven't yeah, seen it's a it. Fun, it's a funny sketch, but it's a very different character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this, this waiter's not absent-minded so much as just seething with anger. Yes. Um, another thing that I really love is when... Steve Martin says, don't you want to smell the bottle cap? Piggy says, I think he's supposed to do it. And his eyes just kind of bug out of his head in anger, mm. like just in yeah. rage that he has to taste this wine. Oh, so, yeah. The, t- the tasting? Yeah. Love yeah. it. One of those lines from this movie that I occasionally use in real life is when Kermit says, you may serve us now. And he says, oh, may I? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's so okay. useful for things like uh, when my wife Stacy says something like, "You can take the trash out, or you can load the dishwasher." I say, "Oh, may I?" <laughs> well, it's funny because oh, I, I do the excellent choice myself. You know, when something yeah, me, is just really bad, I'll do excellent choice. Useful. Useful. Right. Me, me too. Actually, excellent choice. Also, I was just about to say. Um, yeah, I, I do also want to add here. Uh, Obviously, uh, I started, you know, I first watched the Muppet movie when I was very young. Um, For a good long time in my childhood, I really thought when you got a bottled beverage, you were supposed to smell the bottle cap. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it does come from from uh, the the world of wine, right, where you... Mm. you, For some reason, you sniff the cork, like to see if the wine is still good or if if it's gone bad or something like that. Mm. Yeah. I'm not a wine expert, but it it certainly sounds right. Yeah. Me neither. Um, I actually like the thing where Steve Martin is supposed to taste the wine Mm -hmm. ahead of time. Is that a thing? Do waiters do that? I don't think that's a thing. This movie is the only time I've ever heard of that, but they approach it like it's like, it's a common thing in a fancy restaurant. I have heard of smelling the cork outside of this movie, but I have not heard of having the waiter taste the wine first. So I would guess that it's just Kermit and Piggy's general cluelessness at, at being at a fancy restaurant. And, you know, they needed an excuse to have Steve Martin's eyes bug out of his head. Right. And then spit wine all over the place and cough repeatedly. Yes. Yes. It's kind of a messy spit take. He, there's some spray, but it's also, some of it is just like, he's just spitting that wine out. Yeah. Oh, well, that's the thing. Like he makes such a big show out of doing it. You know, it's just this like (laughs) thing. Sorry, that probably got, doesn't sound good on audio, but it's very funny. (laughs) People will be Uh, taking their headphones out and wiping them off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anything else about Steve Martin before we move on? 
two, well, two I other just, uh, We should also mention that years after appearing in this movie, he would work with Frank Oz, uh, the performer of Miss Piggy, uh, four more times that I can think of. He was in the movies Little Shop of Horrors, Dirty Rotten mm-hmm. Scoundrels, House Sitter, and Bowfinger, all of which were directed by Frank Oz. That's right. Yeah. That... I can confirm that that's the complete list. Okay, yeah. So they're frequent and, frequent comedy collaborators. And Steve Martin came back to do dueling banjos with Kermit the Frog on the internet. Yeah, oh yeah, that was great. I forgot him. we didn't talk about that. We talked about his Muppet Show episode uh, last week, but we we both forgot that. Yeah, what was the what was the the occasion for that? I don't know. Huh? What it was some charity thing, wasn't it? Was it the ALS challenge? The ice bucket challenge? Kermit did the ice bucket challenge, right? Yeah. I don't think Steve Martin did. I don't know. I'm sure people are yelling at us right now. Yes, please leave your comments on Facebook. You fool, that was an original video to promote Steve Martin's album or whatever. Somebody's yelling something at us. Death threats may be forwarded too. (laughs) Not me. (laughs) Uh, Well, hopefully our listeners will let us know. Um, yeah. So the next thing I talk about is sparkling muscatel, one of the finest wines of Idaho. Yeah, apparently uh, they got in a, uh, in a little bit of trouble for uh, well, for that joke. Well, that's what I was going to say. Is I so I, I did some research today, and um, in a 2014 article for the Idaho Wine Commission mm. called "Leading Idaho Wine Out of the Wilderness" by Andy Perdue, he says in the 1979 film "The Muppet Movie." Actor Steve Martin had a cameo role in which he appeared as an insolent waiter who served Kermit and Piggy a sparkling muscatel, one of the finest wines of Idaho. It was in a beer-style crown cap, and Martin nearly choked when he tasted it. The two-and-a-half-minute bit put a big dent in Idaho's wines at wine efforts, something the industry still must live down. Mm. <laughs> so I also found two quotes from people who actually work in the Idaho wine industry. Uh, okay. One is from the Tri-City Herald. From June 5th, 2013. Okay. And Moya Schatz Dolsby, executive director of the Idaho Wine Commission, claims that the Idaho wine industry was set back decades by the joke. She says, uh, people are still talking about that, Dolsby says with a laugh. That's what it said. And uh, some years earlier, in a Washington Post article called All Eyes on Idaho from October 20th, 1985. So six years after the Muppet movie, <clears throat> Bill Broich, winemaker at St. Chapelle at Sunny Slope in Southwest Idaho, says, please don't talk to me about the Muppet movie. Idaho <laughs> makes some very good wine and the bottles all have corks. <laughs> oh, there go those Muppets crippling <clears throat> whole industries. Right, what so a bunch of crybabies. Right. But so that's, well, I, I think the, the woman in the more recent quote it says that she said with a laugh, people are still talking about that, right? So I think she's taking it in good humor, but this guy back in the 80s, just, yeah. please don't talk to me about the Muppet movie. Like, okay. it, must, it must have come up all the time. Right? Honestly, though, honestly, do you think, how many people do you think went to see the Muppet movie and the main thing that they took away from it was, oh, wow, so I guess uh, Idaho doesn't make any good wine, huh? Yeah, you'd think that just a throwaway joke wouldn't... Exactly. Uh... Well, no, but here's here's what I imagine it means. Is people are at the winery 
and they say, oh, we're at a winery in Idaho. Hey, remember the one of the best scenes in the Muppet movie where Steve Martin, comedy legend, makes a joke about the finest wines of Idaho? Like, it's not like they were thinking about it until they were at a winery in Idaho. But do you really think the average person would even remember that it was Idaho in that joke? It could have been, I, I, like, it could have been Iowa. It could have been Nebraska. I don't know. Okay, I, I just I think did that, a little bit of research, and apparently this may have been the straw that broke the camel's back. Apparently, Idaho wine had been made fun of in uh, two other uh, in two other projects. What uh, were they? Uh, the 1969 film Cactus Flower where uh, a character reads the label of a bottle in a nightclub and says, I didn't know they made champagne in Idaho. And later in the (laughs) film, she says, let's have some of that crazy Idaho champagne. And in 1971, Muppet Show guest star and later cameo in this film, Cloris Leachman uh, delivered a joke on the Mary Tyler Moore show where Mary uh, gives Phyllis a bottle of champagne she reads the label and says, I didn't know they even made it in Idaho. So my, <laughs> this was a very frustrated uh, representative of the Idaho wine industry who had just had it with, you know, it's the rule of three. Obviously, the Muppets were the ones that put them over the top. <laughs> so, But it wasn't just the Muppets, at least. No. Yeah. It was, it was, so you, you, you don't know if Walter Matthau says the line in Cactus Flower or not? Uh, I can look it up. Uh, I, let me I, know he's, I know he's one of the stars. I just uh, It's Ingrid Bergman. Ingrid Bergman says what? it? I didn't even know she was in Cactus Flower. Uh, yeah. Ingrid All right, Bergman. so now we, so what somebody should do is, is edit a, one of those super cuts of people in TV and movies making fun of Idaho wine. I mean, yeah. it's literally four jokes. It, so it'll be an easy super cut to make. Yeah, I'd watch it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> hey, so, by the way. I, did... I'm just fascinated that for some reason joke writers had a vendetta against the Idaho wine industry. It's kind of a funny state. But uh, this is one of those things I just noticed uh, watching it two minutes at a time. There's a picture of Idaho on the label on the bottle and it says Vin de Idaho. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I just noticed that too. Yeah. yeah, that's funny. It says wine of Idaho. Yeah. Right. So, uh, the, the other thing about wine of Idaho that I, so tell me, tell me what your guys thoughts are on this. Steve Martin says, excellent choice. Kermit says should be for 95 cents. <laughs> okay. Good joke. Great. Solid joke. But piggy says, Ooh, and it, like everything we know about piggy would suggest that she would not be impressed by a 95 cent wine. I think so, she was trying to put on a good face for Kermit. Yeah, yeah, that's I that's agree. kind of what I'm thinking too. Is that she's just like so taken with the frog that she's just like going along with it. She wants him to like her, so she's not going to be difficult. I also uh, i i punched in ninety five cents into the inflation calculator at data.bls.gov. Ninety five cents when this movie came out would be equivalent to about three dollars and twenty six cents today. Which is not an expensive bottle of right. wine. Right, and that would no. still be a funny joke now if, if Kermit said, well, it should be for $3.26. Right? <laughs> yeah. Might be funnier, actually, because it's yeah. so specific. Yeah. Oh, so my alternate theory is that Piggy perhaps is impressed because, as we know, the Muppet movie is technically an origin story. 
And so my guess is maybe she's not used to the finer things yet. Yeah, that's true. I mean, she is Miss Bogan County. That is true. But I don't know what Bogan County's wine scene is like. No, yeah, indeed. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, no, she's so, just trying to make her way in the world. So, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So here's my next question then. Um, so they asked for straws. Mm-hmm. And Steve Martin puts straws. He just pulls straws out of his pocket and puts them in. Mm-hmm. So, and I again, love that the way he delivers that line. I expected that. I expected that, yeah. Um. We none of us were alive in 1979, so we're all just theorizing. Yeah, like in my lifetime, straws are always individually wrapped in restaurants. So, is it part of the joke that he pulls out two just straws, or mm. are in, like individually wrapped straws? Did they come about in like the health conscious 80s, or is it a movie thing? where it wouldn't be as practical for him to take the time to unwrap the straws before sticking them in the glasses. Right. Yeah. 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 I think it would have ruined pacing if they had focused on, uh, though it would have been funny to see him like struggling to unwrap the straws because those can be a pain sometimes. Right. Well, and especially yeah. when you don't have live hands, which neither Kermit yeah. or Pig do. Um, and, which and is probably the reason for the straws in the first right. place. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I was just gonna say. That that's why they're drinking out of straws. Like, it's a funny visual gag that they're sucking wine out of straws, but also it's the only way Kermit and Piggy could drink wine on camera, right? I I think that's also the reason they uh, asked him to serve it to them because they can't open the bottle of wine. But it's one of those things where it's practical for the puppets, but it also makes the whole scene funnier. Mm. Yeah. It gives Steve Martin more to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Kermit and Piggy are sucking wine, and that brings us down to the end of these two minutes. Do either of you have anything else to add before we close up? Uh, I think I will just add this in, something I did want to mention. Uh, I absolutely love the set design in this scene, so I wanted to give a shout-out to uh, the set and art department, uh, Joel Schiller, the production design manager, Les Gobrugi, Gobrug, uh, who was art direction, Richard B. Goddard, which was set decoration, and Julia Harmount and Julius King, who were the set designers. Uh, I just love the scenery in this film. Yeah, yeah, it looks great. Yeah, I, I like that you uh, you sought out all of their names. Oh, yes, I, I, I wanted to bring it up. Uh, there is a story here. Uh, a few years ago, I took a family vacation. We decided to do San Francisco and Los Angeles, but what we did a little differently was we decided to go down the Pacific Coast Highway to get to L.A. So it's a two-day drive uh, where it's normally five hours on the freeway, but it's a really pretty trip. We stopped one night uh, in Big Sur. You know, there aren't that many towns to stop in to eat, so we just found a place It was sunset, this gorgeous wooden, you know, the wooden paneling everywhere. It just reminded me so much of this restaurant. Sure, yeah. It just, I, I, I just felt like I had to mention how beautifully the scenery complements the romance of the scene. Aww. Was Steve Martin your waiter? Oh, I wish. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So uh, before we go, and I, I think we're going to have more time this episode, so we like to ask all of our guests 
what's your personal history with the Muppet movie, Matthew? And uh, where My would you personal rank it? history. Yeah, and where would you rank it among all the Muppet movies? Is it your favorite? Is it your least favorite? Uh, my, well, I, history, I mean, what, like, when, I, when did you first see? I, I mean, I grew up in the 90s. We had the, uh, the clamshell VHS tapes of Great uh, Muppet Movie and Great Muppet Caper. Did you get the free watches? No, we did not get the free watches. Oh, uh, no. The, I, I might, I don't know. We were never big on the whole send in the order forms and you get your stuff, but... Uh, no, these yeah. these free watches were packaged with a, a version of that clamshell VHS. Yeah, I guess we didn't have those. It was probably a limited time thing. Yeah. Um, but as for where it would sit in my personal ranking of Muppet movies, I mean, my gut has always said that number one and number two vacillate back and forth between uh, the Muppet movie and the great Muppet caper. That's me too. I I agree. Depends on my mood. I I could honestly sit and watch either at any given point. It's a very reasonable ranking. Very. All right. Well, with that, I think we just about come down to the end of another one. You think you can uh, join us again next week, Matthew? I certainly can. Oh, we haven't done that joke in a while. <laughs> that's, that's true. Yeah. Okay, I, I can't join you next week. You, I'll, no, I'll, I'll be here. We, we will be back next week with a mystery guest who sounds exactly like this one and has the same name. But um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah so I wonder where who it is. Well, in the meantime, Matthew, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me at Twitter uh, at Matthew Soberman. Uh, spelled as it will appear on the Tough Pigs website. Uh, all lowercase, no spaces. Um, I'm on the Tough Pigs forum if anyone wants to reach out to me. Uh, otherwise, occasionally you can find me writing at Laughing Place and the Mickey Mindset. Oh, great. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Zebo Marxist. You can follow Ryan at me, Ryan Rowe. And you can find Tough Pigs on Facebook, Twitter, and right on the good old internet. And if you're so inclined, please give us a positive review on iTunes or on Apple Podcasts, whatever it's called now. And uh, tell all your friends to listen to the show. And join us again next week for another episode of Moving Right Along. Goodbye. Excuse me. Oh, may I?